essentially energy medicine is also called vibrational medicine and the essence of that is that everything in the universe right down to our cellular level is vibrating ignite your best life yoga is the spark hello everyone welcome back to the yoga hacks podcast i'm so excited about our guest today she is ellen brenner she works with one of my favorite essential oil companies plant therapy She's certified in energy medicine and of course aromatherapy and she's here today to talk to us about the chakras and energy in the body, how we can use aromatherapy to really enhance our yoga practice. It couldn't be a better time because with our ritual series coming up, we are doing yoga and journaling and of course I'm uh, using oils in these classes. So Ellen, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's my pleasure. I'm very excited to talk about this today. Oh, thank you so much for being here. So one of the first things I just wanted to ask you was just your take on the chakras. It's one of my favorite topics and people have heard me talk about it to death. So tell us a little bit about the chakras from your perspective, especially maybe for some listeners who aren't familiar with what these energy centers are. Sure. So some of this may be um, a little repetitive for some of your listeners, but I'm just going to um, just just uh, throw in a few fundamentals um, j- just in case. So, um, you know, we know that um, chakras come from the Ayurvedic medicine tradition um, and translate from the Sanskrit to mean wheel. Um, and it was, the chakras were introduced to the West actually through yoga um, as early as the 1920s. And since that time, there have been um, many thought leaders in various fields that began looking at the chakras um, and our natural energy flow system from a Western point of view. And in the mid to late 80s, there was a convergence um, of viewpoints that um, emerged as what we call energy medicine or vibrational medicine. And from the Western viewpoint, it's really just a blend of um, Western thought and traditions and information sitting on the foundation of um, Eastern thought. So we look at chakra, uh, the chakras as a system. They're part of our energy, our energetic being. And we look at them um, in energy medicine through the lens of metaphysics, our understanding of human development and psychology, mind-body medicine, our connection to our spirit, and our spirit's connection to um, a source of higher information and consciousness. Um, So then what's really important here is that from energy medicine, and I believe this is true of Ayurvedic medicine as well, is that we have an emotional body, we have a physical body, and we have a subtle body. And the chakras make up part of our subtle body along with our spirit, our soul, our energy field, um, and our natural energy flow that sort of vitalizes our being. We have seven primary chakras um, that take in, transmit, and move energy through our entire being. And um, they work as a system of intermeshing gears. They need to be open and um, flowing and functioning for us to be in our optimal state of well-being. And I think of them like um, rotaries on a highway. So if if the cars are flowing freely through the rotaries, the traffic's moving smoothly, everybody's getting where they need to go, everything's going fine. But if there's a breakdown in the rotaries, everything just gets backed up and it gets clogged and none of the cars are flowing and some are even going in other directions. So um, it's really important to 
it's just the way I kind of like to think of it. When there's a block, um, things slow down, stop. They can even go the wrong way. Um, and one imba an imbalance in one chakra can um, affect other chakras, especially those closest to it. Um, and those imbalances can be thought of as blockages or stagnation, um, and they can be either excess or, or deficient. So, so I love the, the I'm going to cut you off just for one second yeah. because I love yeah. this analogy you're using of the chakras as a highway or a busy street with all these rotaries in it because I've right. heard a lot of analogies for the chakras but I've, I haven't heard that one and I love it because it makes sense. It's like if one has a huge traffic jam, you know, it's going to affect the ones that are coming up down the road. Before you go deeper, because I love everything yeah. you're saying, I'd love for you yeah. to just tell our listeners what energy medicine is because I think for some people that might be a new term and it's like oh sure. is that aromatherapy is that Ayurvedic medicine what what is that and I'm I myself am very curious the the very simple and there, and it depends on you know it, there's there's many different um, ways of coming at it but essentially energy medicine is also called vibrational medicine and the essence of that is that everything in the universe right down to our cellular level is vibrating. And that um, we have the ability to influence the vibration to bring things back into a state of balance. And that our body, our beings, our emotional, physical, and uh, subtle bodies need to be in balance to, um, to be in our optimal state of well-being. So from a Western point of thought or thinking of it from a physical point of view, you know, that's homeostasis. That's, you know, our blood pressure, our, our, you know, respiration, you know, our blood's flowing that, you know, that's one way to, that's one way to think of it. And so, um, you know, at the energetic level, it is, it is our natural energy flow. And so, um, we can look at that from, uh, you, you might hear energy medicine where there are practitioners like myself who are trained. Um, we use our hands, to connect and move um, energy within the body uh, to help unblock, you know, get those cars that are backed up in the rotary, get them moving again, get those get those chakras open, um, and um, but there's also self balancing techniques that can be done. There's things that we will talk about in a bit that you, there's some self balancing things where you can work with. Some people work with crystals. I mean, that's not my bailiwick. Some people work with um, colors. Some people work with sound. Um, those are all things that can help influence um, the balance of the chakra and the energy system because of the nature of the vibrations resonate with the vibrations of the chakras. For people who are familiar with Reiki, is it a little bit like Reiki, or is it something, or is what yeah, you're talking about yeah. a little different, similar? No, Reiki is. There's so many different um, avenues of. Um, energy medicine of hands-on energy medicine and even though hands-on might not actually be touching the body but what I, what I mean is the use of hands and Reiki is definitely um, one of the more well-known forms of doing that there's also healing touch there's body talk um, I learned the wise method which brings in the spiritual aspect um, the, one of the first people that really sort of began to look at energy medicine as a system was an astrophysicist so her perspective was really through quantum you know physics and mechanics which you know don't even get me to try to explain all that but um but the um woman i learned with studied from her and the woman i learned from was also um, had been a former nun um and was a current psychologist so she brought you know it's it's, it's a lineage of sort of what's come down through um the learning so she brought the psychospiritual aspect to it um as well and there's a lot of great books for people who are interested 
The two that might be the most interesting is um, A Practical Guide to Vibrational Medicine by Dr. Randy Gerber, and he looks at all the different forms of energy therapies um, and how they work. Um, and he talks about even how it's used in medicine. So sound waves, you know, or ultrasound, light waves, and x-ray, radio waves, you know, microwaves. I mean, these are all vibrational frequencies. Um, but he talks about how we can break that down and bring it into um, our own personal healing. And then um, a woman by the name of Anadea Judith um, really is the one who brought forth the idea of bringing that. Uh, she, wrote a, she wrote a book called Eastern Body, Western Mind, and she was one of really the first to connect sort of the Eastern tradi tradition and how to translate that to the Western way of thinking through human development, psychology, and that sort of thing, and how it impacts us. And both those books are understandable. Um, they're thick, but they're understandable and really um, kind of interesting reads for people who are, who are more interested. Yeah, I highly recommend Anodea Judith's book for anyone who's uh, listening, and it's actually a required reading book in my teacher training. So I'm a huge fan, and I will put the links to both of these below. So thank you for those resources. That's great. Sure. Because I think especially as yogis, we, we tend to be really familiar with Reiki. For some, I don't know why. It's sure. just like those, those worlds just blend um, quite well. And so I think it's really wonderful when we can talk to someone like you and you can tell us about some of these other energy medicine techniques that maybe from a yoga context we're, we're maybe not aware of. So that's really exciting. Now, we're talking about the whole body as vibration, right? And, and mm -hmm. everything is vibrating. So would you say that this the areas of the chakras are places sort of like these major rotaries where the frequency and vibration is a little bit higher? Or I know from studying yoga, I've also heard that they're sort of transcendent points where all the different layers of the body grow subtle mm -hmm. and um, sort of spiritual can be transcended. T tell us a little bit more about the chakras in terms of vibration. One word that you see often um, to describe the chakras is, is is the word vortex. You know, they really take in, they're really sort of these um, convert, I think of them, I want to say the word convergence points. You know, they, they take in energy um, from the external world, but they also are impacted from our internal world. They um, they also sit in a place where they connect both with our, they're, they're part of the subtle body, but they connect with our emotional body and they connect with our physical body. You know, so I really try to take, I really try to take, you know, often what's put sort of out, in, out into the, I mean, I can talk, you know, I love to talk woo-woo and I can talk woo-woo with the best of them. But what, you know, my goal is, is really to take things out of the extraordinary and just bring it into the ordinary so people can so understand it. So I often just try to find the most simple way to, to do that. So there, there are these points that connect internally and externally and also connect all three levels of our, of our, um, of our existence, of our body. And so for, for that reason, um, they have, um, they really, um, have a great influence on our well-being, um, and um, that I think I mentioned with um, Anadea Judith's perspective. She's the one who took the East, the yoga-based Eastern chakra system and put it within the framework of Western thought through psychology, childhood development theory, metaphysics, and so on. And um, the chakras where they sit also there's seven primary chakras that go from the base of the spine to the top of the crown. There's there's way more than that. I, I haven't studied beyond that. There's an eighth chakra, but some say there's hundreds of chakras. Um, but, but primarily what I work with and what I'm interested in is the seven primary because they regulate the energy flow and, um, and are convergent with sp specific regions 
of our body and also certain emotions. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about how they can be. I mentioned they can take an external energy, but they're primarily, we, we talked about wanting them to be in balance and those rotaries to be flowing smoothly. Primarily, they get out of balance um, through um, things that happen to us internally. And there's two um, primary um, issues or concerns. One is um, the energy from our thoughts. So my teacher in energy medicine is, it said that every thought is an energetic reality. And Carolyn Meese says that every thought and experience you've ever had in your life gets filtered through the chakras. So things like fear and stress and repressed emotions can throw your chakras completely out of balance. I mean, they can, they can actually shut them down. They can 